Blog Talk Radio. Hey, this is Dan Marino. Hi, this is Larry Zonka. Hi, I'm Zach Thomas of the Miami Dolphins. This is Mark Super Duper. I'm John Offerdahl. This is Paul Warfield. Hi, this is Nick Bonacani. This is Jake Scott. Gary Premian. Dick Anderson. Larry Little. Mercury Morris. Tom Vigarito. This is Don Strzok. Don Nottingham. Hey, this is A.J. Dewey. Otto Stowe. Mike Colon. Dr. Zamp. The 1972 undefeated Miami Dolphins. This is Marlon the Magician Briscoe. This is Mark Ingram. I'm Jim Crash Jensen. This is Don Shula, and I listen to the Pat Catello Show. It's the Miami Dolphins Legend Show with Pat Catello. <laughs> Join us now as we talk Dolphins football. Or call in live with your questions or comments. And now, here's your host, Pat Catello. Good evening, everybody. Welcome to another edition of the Miami Dolphins Legend Show. I'm your host, Pat Catello. I will be joined alongside Rich Van Zant. As the Miami Dolphins Week 4 is in the books, and uh, this one uh, is not a continuation of uh, last week's uh, joyous victory over the Jacksonville Jaguars as the Miami Dolphins uh, lose another uh, one um, and uh, just basically continue, uh, I guess, on a on – a, Semi downward spiral. I don't know how to really uh, to, to sum it up, but um, 31 to 23, they lose to the Seattle Seahawks at home. Uh, brings their record now to one and three. Uh, of course, they had the big win off the Jacksonville Jaguars on Thursday, and so you see, you thought maybe you'd see that heading. But as we said last week, I didn't really like the fact that they were playing the Seattle Seahawks right after that because uh, wasn't exactly intuitive for a momentum build, uh, if you get my drift. But, um, you know, that's basically uh, just, I guess, the way that the ball bounces in in, in some senses of the word. Uh, you know, a lot of things were different in this game. Uh, Ryan Fitzpatrick obviously did not have the, uh, the performance that he had the week before that. In fact, he had a, a below average performance, and, um, and he capped that off with, uh, breakdowns on the defense and, and you know, just uh, lackluster effort all across the board, with the exception of maybe Jason Sanders, who I think had, uh, you know, five field goals or whatnot. Um, you know, it just, uh, you know, it, it's just back to the drawing board. And, and with the exception of the New York Jets, who are just, you know, in competition for the worst team in football, the Dolphins, uh, uh, by uh, the grace of them, stay out of the cellar in the division. Um, and, uh, you know, they'll still stay in second to last, uh, like I said, only because of the Jets. And uh, the Buffalo Bills continue to win. Um, they're undefeated, and, and they're uh, in first place in the division. So um, starting to separate a little bit after uh, four games. And, you know, uh, it, it's a strange one, to say the least. Um you know, I, I think that uh, as this continues to go on now, you're starting to hear more and more chants for Tua, and you knew that you would because you kind of heard them before the season even started. So uh, we'll get into all that and, and see where that falls. Uh, but without further ado, uh, let's get Rich onto the show. Um, Rich, I don't I don't know. I keep going back and forth on this one. Uh, I, you know, first, uh, it just – seen so many things I didn't like. And then and then another part of me says, hey, listen, you know, the Seattle Seahawks are, are undefeated. They're arguably the best team in the NFC. I've seen some people even say that they're the best team in football. So they're obviously in the top four, five teams, uh, you know, to win the Super Bowl this year. Uh, Russell Wilson's putting up an average of four and a half to five touchdowns a game. Um, so you keep him to two. Uh, you know, and, and you're, you're basically in that game for a long, long time because you can't get into the end zone. Uh, you keep kicking field goals, you know, you, you lose the game. So from one half of the, of, of the spectrum, you say, wow, you know, they played one of the top teams really, really well and had a chance to win. And then from the other end of the spectrum, you see these big breakdowns and uh, on the defense and, and, and you see, you know, the offense just basically sputter. Um, so I don't know. I keep going back and forth with it. But the bottom line, Rich, is, you know, they have one win. You know, and the season keeps going along. And you know how these losses start to add up quick. Oh, they can add up quickly, and we're not playing well. I mean, 
I don't care how that game we didn't. It didn't seem like that we were eight points away from being in that game. You know, you never got to feel that we were like gonna win, right? Did you ever feel that way? No, I didn't feel that way, but I I, I did feel that like we were like uh, a touchdown conversion away from you know taking an initiative, but we just never got it. You know what I mean? Like I felt it was competitive. I like I felt like we were gonna have a puncher's chance even into the fourth quarter, which we kind of did. I mean the 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 eight points, like you say, you know, um, if you really think about it, I mean the Seattle Seahawks were eight points better than us that day you know, regardless of what the score is. Um, but they, they certainly played them tough, you know. I mean, they, they played them tough. They played them a lot better than other teams, you know, and that's my point. Like, yeah, I, it's kind of weird. Well, we have so many breakdowns on defense, it's hard to, like, say like we were in that game. I don't know. It, the defense looks terrible to me. You know, defense yeah. doesn't scare anybody. No, I see the so same I, things I, that you I see on defense. Yeah, yeah I, I don't like our defense yeah. at all. And that was supposed to be an upgrade this year, and it doesn't seem any better to me. Well, if you remember, like, that's the thing I've been most critical about is the defense, only because I just felt like that's an area where you would see the most improvement of the Flores team. Like, you would see him, him indoctrinating himself into this team, and you would see the young yep. defense really doing spe- – and I don't really see that. I mean, I see a secondary that – albeit I will give you a very beat-up secondary. Jones is out. And and Xavier Howard is just starting to looks like heal a little bit and get back into form. He did have the big interception, which should have you know changed the game. Um, but I, I don't see it, and I and I see it gradually worse from the line. Like I think the defensive line is starting to put some pressure on and do some decent things. But then I think the linebacking crew is really average at best, and then the secondary is just getting eaten alive, with the exception of Howard at certain times. And Howard got eaten alive in the first drive. You know he did, but then he redeemed himself, and he had, yeah, but then he had yeah. a big, big play and a big interception. So, like I'm saying, you know, he has moments there um, where I, there wasn't any of the big breakdowns weren't his. You know what I mean? They were other people's. Yeah. Um, but I, I just, I just see, you know, I see a lot of things that I don't like on the defensive standpoint. But, but then a lot of people will say. Just to take the other side of the coin, which a lot of people will say, hey, listen, Russell Wilson's been thrown for, for five touchdowns, and, he, and, and that team's been putting up, you know, mega points. And, and, and they kind of kept them not, you know, they kind of kept them in check for the most part for the entire game. Yeah, they have some injuries too, though. You know, isn't their best wide receiver hurt? Um. Yeah, I mean, I know that they do have some injuries. I, I, I don't know when I these injuries happen. Their third running back, yeah. Like, you know, they had some key guys out yesterday, too. Plus, they're traveling like crazy, you know. Well, I, yeah, I mean, you can't really go by that. No, I got you. Well, I got you. they actually play them. They play them better than most teams in the NFL play them, to be honest with you. Because if you think yeah. about it, I think Tannehill might have even beaten them. And, uh, and, you know, for, in the Super Bowl years I'm talking about, you know. And, uh, you know, they play, them, they play them better than a lot of teams do. Um, but, uh, you know, I, I just – I think what bothers me the most about this defense is that they just don't seem to make a stop or a stand when they need to. Like, a perfect example was, like, they lost by eight. There was still a chance to get that ball back. And it was a th- third and three. And – yeah, I mean, yeah. They, a very basic handoff up the middle, and they wound up pushing it for three yards and an and, and end of the game first down. Like, that's what I mean. Like, that's just aggravating to me. Yeah, it certainly is. And, you know, and on, on our other hand, when we were on offense and we had the chance to, you know, convert a third and three, we run the ball and get stopped and then kick a field goal. You know, instead of like, you know, yeah, like, I didn't... You know like what, do you got, what do you got to lose at this point, Flores? I mean, come on. I mean... You know, yeah, I didn't really like that play call. I, I know they had a lot, a big game before that. They had a big game, you know, r- doing a run play before that. Yeah. But, yeah, I, I wasn't crazy about that, that play call there. No. Um, you know, I, but, I, but I think both of us agree the offense is what the offense is, you know. I just think that there's kind of like a – I don't want to say heart, but, um, you know, big kind of key situations. It just – seems like they don't show up on. 
not we, we're just not that good of a team. I mean, our, our roster is just not that great yet. You know, that's that's the problem. You know, we I, we don't have the you know we don't have the studs yet. And I don't know if we're ever going to get them, but right now it's a, it's not you know it's not a star packed you know roster here. No, you know, it's I not, mean, Rich. But you know, yeah, but that's where you know, I would disagree no, with you. There's no linebacker that you're scared of, you know. I know we no, no, no. all this money, but he's not an upper echelon guy. You know, there's no linebacker that's yeah. like, you know that's going to scare anybody. You know, our secondary yeah. threw so much money at it, and it's disappointing. And our and our defensive line, you know, they're going to sack one or two. If they get one or two sacks because a game, that's going to be a lot. They're, they're not going to ever dominate up front. No, I agree with you. I'm not saying I disagree in that aspect. And yeah, I agree. Like that, that, that for sure. My my point is like I I look at them and uh, you know like I see like like Christian Wilkins, right? I mean he was uh, he was your first round pick. I don't even think he's starting. No. I mean this is the guy that was supposed to be you know on defense. These were the guys. I mean this is a first. This is a high high pick. And this is a guy that's, you know, supposed to stop that run. Like that third and three, that's the guy you would think would, would, would take that away. And Kyle Van Noy, I mean, he was your biggest free agent signing almost. So he is a, supposedly a star on defense, right? And then you, you drafted Noah, uh, you, you, know, with the, you know, in a first round. So here's a guy, you know, and, and, and that you, you think is really going to, you know, make – some kind of a, you know, a big difference. But, you know, so that's my point. Like, I think that they did invest on talent on the defensive side in a lot of areas that I'm not seeing necessarily. I think they high, but I think they struck out. I don't think they did well. I mean, you know, like I said, I didn't like to know what pick when it yeah. happened. It was a huge mistake. Yeah, but what about, what about Wilkins, though? I mean, that's, I think that's even more of a glaring issue because they have three first-round picks. So they could play a little bit of games last year. But the year before that, this guy was taken real high. And he was supposed to be the lockdown, right? I mean, he's not even starting. I know. That's scary. It really is. I know. I know. I'd be hard-pressed to find. Like, I looked. I didn't even really see him. I mean, I'm sure he was in there. I'm not saying he wasn't. But I, I certainly didn't notice him in big situations. He didn't if he if he played he didn't do anything that's for sure yeah right yeah. I know because we keep hearing the same guys and you know, we both feel the same way about Jerome Baker I mean they make way too much out of Baker they've always have I've never he's he's an average middle linebacker at best and now you know uh, I just think that he, I said earlier in the year I thought getting rid of Rack One McMillan was a mistake. Not because I thought he was anything fantastic, but in a shortened season like this, he was starting to come into his own where at least he could contain and do some things. And he, got, he gave him away for a song anyway. So what's the point? Because it would have been nice to have some depth. Because the contract's coming up next year, and they don't want to pay him. So they figured, let's get but they didn't out. get anything for him. What, no, what did they get, though? I mean, it was... It was a conditional seventh rounder or something—I don't know. It's ridiculous. I, I thought—I thought it was even worse. I thought it was even worse. Wasn't it like we'll give you our fifth for your fourth or something stupid? Like it was like one of them. I it, think it was something dumb like that. Yeah, it was something dumb like that. Yeah, it was—it was like a swap of picks or something. Yeah. Yeah, and you know, I just—I just. Listen, not that it's going to be any main shakes if he's there. I just think that they're, they're just making some silly moves there. Dolphins. What can I tell you? You know. Yeah. But, no, um, you're right. You know, right. You know, this this league is nutty. The Eagles win yesterday. They have one win in their first place by themselves. Yeah, that tie. Never underestimate the tie, Rich. You know, don't never underestimate the tie. Right. They that, were like ready to like lynch this team, right? And now, and now they're in first place with one win. <laughs> Yeah, the tie is, is going to come back to haunt them for for like like that. The tie always kills the other team. Like they'll be in this race until the end, and that tie will, will levitate them to first place. It's crazy. I mean that that's the weakest division in football, I think. Oh, it's terrible. Well, the Cowboys should be. I tell you something. It's worse being a Cowboy fan than a Dolphin fan because at least we didn't have any high expectations. 
How would you like to be a Cowboy fan? You think you're going to the Super Bowl? They can't yeah. even they can't even dominate this division. You know. Yeah, but like we said, that, that it's the same division that we're talking about. So they, you know they'll be in it until week sixteen anyway. I know, but it's it's pathetic that they can't even run away with that, right? Oh, it is. I mean, there's so much talent on that team every year that just doesn't seem to to do anything. I mean, seven and nine yeah, will probably win that division. The first coach fell tonight. Did you, did you hear that? No, no, no. What do you got, Rich? Bill O'Brien got fired. And uh, Romeo wow. took over. Yeah. Yep. Wow. Now, obviously, they're 0-4. Yeah. Wow. Now, obviously, they're 0-4. And, you know, yeah. and, and, and on a side note, we do have their first pick. So, um, that'll be interesting yeah. to see how that shakes out. How long until he, he goes back to Belichick? I don't know. I don't know. Does Belichick like take those guys back during the year? I don't know if he does. You know, he usually so. does, but I don't know. I don't know what they have going on as far as what well, it was. He was. He was there. Was he their offensive guy? I, I believe so. No, because Cornell was that right before he he left. Right? Was it Cornell the offensive? Cornell was that. He was, but that that doesn't necessarily mean I don't know what Cornell's job was under him. Was he an assistant head yeah, coach, or what was I, I he doing I mean, with really, him? Really, don't know. Yeah, maybe he was like a. I really don't remember what O'Brien was there. I don't remember. He left so long ago. Remember, so, he left. He left like eight years ago with the Paterno thing. Remember, he took over for Joe Paterno at Penn State. So he's been out of there a long time. Right. What's that? Eight, eight, nine years ago already. Yeah, yeah, it's a long time. It's a long time. You're right, it's a long, long time. Hmm. That that's interesting. I know you were Yeah, I never liked him yeah. that. Yeah. You were never a big fan of his, yeah. yeah. And to be honest with you, I, I never was either. But they did have a couple runs. But listen, you know, you can say whatever you want. You 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 can't just trade arguably the best wide receiver in football and act like it's nothing. I don't care what you get yeah. for it. Yeah. You you can't do that. I mean, you know I've always been a Hopkins guy before he ever played it down. I said, this guy could be something special. And, but he is. And to take that away from your offense, and then you make all these trades like they've made, and we said it, and you said it too. Like, they basically they, they mortgaged the ranch to win, to, to win the Super Bowl with all the trades that they did. And and Absolutely. they basically cracked yeah, out. All their first round picks, and we're you know we're you know we're the recipient of two of them, and you know and hopefully yeah. they keep playing crappy this year. We come up with a with a yeah. gem. You know? but yeah, I, I I could see us blowing that too, but that's besides the point. Yeah, well we'll see how that all shakes out. But yeah, I mean you got Tunzel, you got Stills, they got rid of Hopkins, um, you know JJ Watt. Hasn't been J.J. Watt in years, to be honest with you. He keeps getting hurt also. You know, he doesn't really last that long. And even when he's been healthy, he's been a shell of what he once was. There's no question. I mean, you can't keep getting injuries like that over and over again and coming back perfectly. You know, it wears you out after a while. Yeah, it does. It does. And there have been major rehabilitations. Yeah, and and he's getting older, too. At this point, it's almost yeah. It's getting close to the end. Yep. Depending on what he wants to do and what role he wants to play, um, you know, I don't see him like uh, you know the kind of guy that sticks around like you know Reggie White playing for the Carolina Panthers. I don't see that. Nor do I want to yeah. see that. But I, you know, I, I, I don't see him as one of those type of guys. He'll get offered. I don't know if he wants it, but he'll get offered anything he wants in broadcasting. And- and and you know he'll be a first ballot Hall of Famer, you know that. Yeah, yeah, and I can think of a lot of. They will, and I can think of a lot of guys that deserve that before him. But yeah, they he's got that niche. I've said that all along. It's very similar to Darrell Revis. I told you he's going to be a first ballot lock the second he's eligible. Certain guys get that. Yeah, and and yep. and they just you know it is what it is. All right, I'll take a yep. quick break. Uh, Come back right after this. When the autumn mist is drawing near and you hear the whistle sound 
and the crowd cheer. You'll know it's that special time once again for head-to-head combat and first and ten. So follow those that are in the know and listen to Pat and Rich and the Legends Show. All episodes of the Pat Catello Show available now on iTunes. Hi, this is Larry Little, and you're listening to the Pat Catello Show. You're listening to the Miami Dolphins Legends Show with Pat Catello, sponsored by Don Nottingham Associates Insurance. Don Nottingham formed Don Nottingham Associates Insurance in 1975 while playing for the Miami Dolphins. He recognized the need to prepare for life after football. For all your insurance needs, call 352-307-6736 or visit online at donnottinghamins.com. Now, back to the Miami Dolphins Legend Show with your host, Pat Cotello. Miami Dolphins legend show, Pacatello, Rich Van Zant. As we uh, come into our second quarter here, just a reminder, you can catch us on uh, basically uh, any uh, avenue that you get your uh, social media broadcasts and podcasts. You can catch us on Blog Talk, of course, iTunes and uh, YouTube, uh, just uh, Pacatello show anywhere you go and have it delivered right to your phone. And uh, Rich, I, I would be remiss to just not, I guess, just dive right into it because we've been hearing it all year uh, before the season even started, and now the chants are getting louder. And I, whether they're warranted or not, I'm just going to bring it to the table. I just want to get your feel on it. But um, what what is to a situation to you, and when would you when would you entertain bringing? Not, not I wouldn't even say bringing him in, but when would you entertain starting him? You know, like, or would you not all year? What's what's your feeling on it? Yeah, I mean, I I wouldn't do it this year. I mean, maybe towards the end of the year, the last few games, you want to give them a start or two. I wouldn't have a problem with that, but I think it's like pointless right now. You can get this kid hurt, you know, or or you know, or kill his confidence the way this team's playing. I mean, I I wouldn't be in a rush. I think you know, Fitzpatrick's doing a good enough job where he's not playing awful enough or great enough to either justify bringing. In you know, I think he's just middle of the road, and he's doing his job as a caddy this year. So I, I wouldn't be in a rush to do it. I don't think it's. I don't know. I'm. I'm not like saying that that's not the glaring problem of this team right now. No, 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 so I don't no. Think, it's I don't not. I'm not talking it about anything. it. I'm not. Yeah. What? Right. But let me play devil's advocate a little bit, okay? Um, yeah. You say the way this team, the way this team is playing, right? But in all honesty, right. the, the team is not playing bad. I mean, they almost beat the Patriots. You know, like they were incompetitive against the Patriots. We'll say that. Cam Newton, you basically ran and beat them. They could have won that game. They they just lost the squeaker to the Buffalo Bills who were undefeated. They blew out the Jacksonville Jaguars. They played competitive against the Seahawks. And the offensive line has been extremely good 
for all four games. So I'm, I'm not saying it from a standpoint of get them on track and let's try to win games. That's not what I mean. I'm saying as far as starting to get him, you know, some experience to groom him to be your quarterback. That's all I'm strictly saying. I, I have no illusions of this team, you know, doing anything like, you know, win-wise, playoff I'm not saying it like that. I'm just asking you, you know, is do, do you want to get him some experience this year? And if not, why? You know, because as you say, get hurt. But the team is playing. Well, I don't know. What, you know, I don't know what the hip situation is. I don't know if that's the right move yet. So, you know, I don't know if it's if so. It's, it's still smart the hip. At this point. Okay. I, to so, me, it so is. But I don't have... know. I could be wrong. Maybe it's 100. percent I don't know. But it, you know that that scares me because if it breaks again, he's probably finished. Well, I I had a feeling that that was in the back of your mind. That's why I brought that up the way I did. Because if he never had a hip problem, I mean, then you would want to get him in, right? Yeah, I would think he should be starting next week if that was the case. Yeah, why not? So, so okay, so it is strictly the hip injury uh, apprehension that you have. That's what it is to me. You know, like I said, I'm no expert on what his prognosis is, but you know, I heard a few doctors say if it breaks again. His career's in jeopardy. So to me, I, I, you know, I think it would need more time to heal. Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe there's a plate in there and it's stronger than ever. I don't know that, you know. But it, it you know, it's, right. a, it's a scary thing that happened to him. You know, plus he's had, it's a very you scary know, thing. what do you mean, six surgeries in three years or something like that? Another, you know, yeah. on his ankles, both ankles. I mean, you know, this kid's been under the knife a lot for somebody that young. Yes, I, I agree. Um, and I, and I am uh, I, the same as you. I am apprehensive about it. The only thing that I would say to something like that is it is what it is, and I don't know if another year of rest would do anything. Uh, doctors say That's that it's stronger than ever. Healing, you know? Yeah, I mean, I don't know. I don't know. Is it getting stronger as we speak every day, or is it? I mean, bones, doesn't be, bones heal? Then? It doesn't like up a long time to heal, especially when it doesn't have a lot of blood flow, like a hip bone. It doesn't take a long time to sure. get back together. Sure, that so sounds that's, right yeah. to me. I have absolutely no bank, backing on that. I don't hey, know. Look, you know if I we, really if don't know. Saw, you know. If there were some preseason action and we got to see him for a little bit, maybe we'd be able to make a better judgment on this. But because you, don't, you, you haven't seen something. him even on the field – it's very difficult, you know, to make a judgment. I think this. you hit something on the head there. And if anything, not having a preseason hurt the Dolphins from that aspect more than any other team. Because you're absolutely right. Yep. If we got to see him play, you know, a complete half and run and do all this stuff, you would have a different mindset about him. Um, but I will say from their standpoint, they kind of have seen him do that. You know, they, they've they seen him do that day after day in practice and yeah. drills and, and scrimmages and stuff. So I guess they have a little bit more of, a you know, an insight on that, obviously. And so maybe that's a factor. But I just think that at a certain point, um, you know, you probably want to not waste his rookie year, regardless of what goes on. I mean, if the team's not competitive enough, you know, that they're in contention for, a, you know, a playoff game or something like that. At a certain point, I think you want to try to get him in. But to have the mindset, here's the problem I have, Rich, and I, and I can tell you from all the, the clown standpoints already, it's get to it in because, like, they think he's going to save the season. And that's exactly like you said. Yeah. It's ridiculous. I mean, that's not the mindset yep. to have. I mean, this is not no. a team that's at that standpoint, and it's foolish to think that way, in my opinion. Very foolish. We're not there yet. There's no question about it. I mean, be realistic, you know. This right. this team is not a playoff team. <laughs> you know, there's, it's just not. Right. And you so know, that, we're going to be you know, right around that... five, five to seven wins at the most this year. I don't see any more. And that may even be a reach. Well, you've you know, already got three this. losses. You know, yeah, you've already got three losses. They add up quick. Yeah. You know that. They they add up really quick. So, <laughs> they I mean, certainly do. Yeah. Yeah, so. Like I said, this is yeah, the team that used to ruin Christmas. Now they ruin Labor Day, you know? Yeah. <laughs> well, they're in a different situation right now. Um, but, uh, you know, I, I, I think that 
they have to concentrate on on doing the right things at the right time. And uh, you know, I guess we'll see. Ryan Fitzpatrick, I, you know, has, has been playing. He's been playing fine. I mean, he had he had an unbelievable week the week before, and he had a, a little bit of a below average week this time. He had a terrible he had a terrible yeah. pick on the first drive that really hurt us. You know that that hurt yeah. us in that game yesterday, and you know the second one really wasn't his fault. His arm got hit, it got batted up in the air. That really wasn't and his fault. They couldn't get in the end zone, so like you know that cost them no. the game. But you know there's two ways of looking at that. You get in the red zone and you and you score six times. I mean I think they scored six times, albeit right. it was they were close every time. For the most That's part. why I mean, right. most most so, of the time they were chip shot field goals. You know. Two two forty yeah, plus so, ones, but the other ones were chip shots. So I guess you look at that. I didn't like the I didn't like the Chan Yelly play call when we got close either. You know, yeah, I didn't really like what he like like he was doing. And we, we've seen this movie before. Yeah, wasn't a ton of guys open close either. No, no. Like he was throwing. Like if you think about the balls he threw in the end zone. Almost every yep. one of them was into crowds. We were lucky they weren't picked. Forget getting caught for a yep. touchdown. Like nobody was open. Yep. So yeah, you know, it's either uh, the the choices that he made or the play calling was just you know nothing at all. So I, I agree in that standpoint. Yeah, I mean you're right about that. You know, um, so I guess yeah, well, what are we what we're gonna see yeah. our new slot receiver that they were bragging about. From Navy. Where, where I, said, you see this kid? I said to you, Rich, I said to you, like, I don't even – was he active? You know, I don't know. I didn't see the I didn't see the, the guys they shut down yesterday. I don't know. But it just seems to me it's like they acted like this was like, you know, the biggest coup of the draft, like getting him in the seventh round, you know? Yeah. And they drafted him. And, like, you know, they don't even – they're not even beginning to use the guy. Supposedly he's like – one of the fastest guys in the league. Yeah. You can't find a spot for this guy? I mean. I don't know. I don't get I, it. I mean, I, you think you want to have some kind of spark on offense? Yeah. Yeah. Like, I mean, uh, they were comparing, comparing him to Edelman when they drafted him. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, so, Malcolm I Perry, know. I believe his name is, right? Yeah, they said, they said, yeah, they said basically, you know, Edelman with more speed. I don't think he's gotten into games. I haven't seen I'm not him. seeing, I'm trying, I'm checking, uh, I, there was absolutely no game log for him in any way. But as soon as, like, as soon as Albert Durant. Wilson opted out, when Albert Wilson opted out, they go, ah, oh, it's not a big deal because they drafted this guy, Malcolm Perry. And he's and yeah, that's what they want the a first lot receiver anyway. And they, <laughs> but, we haven't seen the, the guy in four weeks. Yeah, but listen to this though. They have him listed as a running back. I think he was drafted as a quarterback totally who was switched to wide receiver. Yeah. It's yeah. very strange. Well I guess he did I mean, play running back a little bit. He did like, you know, in Navy because they played both. Yeah. But Yeah, running back, quarterback, wide receiver. Oh god. No, bench. That's what it is. He's, bench. Put him on the bench. He's, he's listed as a third wide receiver behind Parker and Grant. But, you know, I like we said, I mean, I haven't – there's been no, – I think there. there's even been times where there's been four wide receivers, and I don't think he was in there. Because, you know, you got Parker, Grant, Preston Williams, Isaiah Ford. Right? Reminds me of that. Remember that guy we drafted? Right. And all his highlight right reels every time he touched Yeah, you're right. Yeah. Remember that guy we drafted like but, six, seven years ago? And every highlight reel when he touched the ball it was an automatic touchdown. He played somewhere in Texas. Remember that? Yeah, yeah. And then we got, yeah. we got on a team. And there was like one play where if he caught this slant, he was gone. And he dropped it. And he did something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. And, he ended up on the Jets. That was actually that famous hard knocks thing where we're going to let you go and I hope you don't do anything else to make me look bad. Remember that one? Yeah, 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 yeah. That's ridiculous. <laughs> that really was ridiculous. But, uh, Rich, you know, from my math 
I don't like I'm saying I don't think he could have been active. Yeah, you're probably right. Because I just named the four receivers. They're not going to have five receivers and two tight ends. We know Smythe has been playing, and you know Gusecki's been playing. And I just named four receivers. Grant, Parker, Isaiah Ford, right? They've all been in there. So he must be inactive. And Preston Williams. So he's got to be inactive each week. Yeah. And, again, Um, it's a question because of where he's drafted, you know, and and, and the supposed coup. He's like the Pat White, you know, of this draft. I don't know. Don't know anything about the kid, but I know we haven't seen him. So, you know, take that for what it is, I guess. Would that change anything? This diamond in the rough that we found, and we don't even get to see anything, you know? I don't know. No. Yeah, I I, I, I don't agree with you. Shaking up a little bit, you know. Now Fitzpatrick, well, he had a stellar game against Jacksonville. He went twenty nine for forty five, three hundred and fifteen yards against Seattle. He had the two interceptions and no touchdowns, which was basically the difference in getting him uh, having an A game or a C minus game. You know, because they couldn't get in the red zone, you know. I mean, that's the stats there. Gaskin had some big, decent runs, but he came down to earth 40 yards, you know. And after that, it's like non-existent. I mean, they have no no running game. Abysmal. And they they keep changing it up. I mean, there was like, I think the first three series, we had three different running backs in. Yeah. um, I seen one take himself out. Yeah. Well, Breida comes in when it's a passing situation, and I seen, uh, I guess it was Howard take himself out, I think. Well, yeah. well maybe it was Gaskin. It's possible. I, I don't know. But, yeah, I mean, who's, you know, nobody's going to be – Howard's Nobody's really going to be scared. Yeah, yes, he Howard's is. a major disappointment. Very bad. Yeah, I agree. I agree. I mean, that's a guy you thought was going to come in and really – veteran leadership and, and do some special things. And I, I agree. I really haven't seen it um, too much yeah. as well, you know? Um, so, yeah, I don't know. It, it's kind of strange. All right. I think a final break. We'll come on back, wrap it up, look around the league right back after this. Hi, this is John Alford, all number 56, the old Miami Dolphin linebacker. You're listening to the Pat Catello show. You're listening to the Miami Dolphins legend show with Pat Catello. Sponsored by Don Nottingham Associates Insurance. Don Nottingham formed Don Nottingham Associates Insurance in 1975 while playing for the Miami Dolphins. He recognized the need to prepare for life after football. For all your insurance needs, call 352-307-6736 or visit online at donnottinghamins.com. Now, back to the Miami Dolphins Legend Show with your host, Pat Cotello.
Okay, welcome back to the Miami Dolphins Legends Show. Pat Catello, Rich Manzan, as we come to the home stretch, uh, Miami Dolphins look ahead. And uh, they have the San Francisco 49ers on the road, Rich. Tough game again. We're staying in that NFC West division. So uh, going out there, although the 49ers are pretty banged up right now. So uh, they've taken a couple steps back. So we'll see how this kind of goes. But, uh, you know, it's very strange because um, there's some strange stuff going on in the league as uh, COVID has now affected another team. So we have – uh, a couple games played tonight. The Patriots will play Kansas City without Cam Newton, uh, which is, is, uh, is going on right now as we speak. And, uh, and then the, the regular Monday night game with the Bears and Colts. And, uh, and then you have the baseball starting up. So yeah, a, lot of, a lot of stuff on the air tonight. Um, but uh, the, it, it, it was a strange week. It wasn't as exciting as it was the week before. Would you grant that? Yeah, absolutely. There were some good some good late games yesterday, though. There was a lot of a lot of good comebacks. Yeah. You see, Detroit is the is like the first yes. team in like eighty years to blow six games in a row that they led by more than fourteen points. Wow! And I told you last week they supposedly gave uh, an ultimatum to Patricia. It's playoffs or bust. I don't know what that wow. does for a team going in this year. Yeah, that the, well, you know, the thing is, he's supposed to be this guru defensive dude, and and the defense is atrocious. You know, I agree. But what does it do for what does it do for free agents? I mean, who's going to go there when that's on the table? Yeah, it's not going to be fun I mean, unless that's you're for sure. getting. You know, I mean, yeah. unless you're getting an unbelievable contract. I mean, who who's really going to go there with that on the table? Well, they're kind of. They're very cheap, aren't they? With free agency, they're not a big free agent. Yes and no. I mean, they they are and they're not. You, they are, but then they go out and they sign sometimes guys to these astronomical deals. So they're a very strange organization. For the most part, they yeah. are cheap, but they do sign guys to big time contracts occasionally. You know, so that, that'll be interesting, I guess, to see how it's not going in the right direction there. But what is going in the right direction is Cleveland. They seem to have found their groove finally. Baker Mayfield's playing very well, and they've just won three in a row. So, um, you know, we'll, we'll see how that continues there, you know. Uh, but they seem like they're finally getting on, on track, playing good football. They, you know, I know yeah. Dallas is struggling. But still a tough game. I mean, Dallas is struggling, but, you know, they were struggling in part because of what Cleveland was doing, too. you got to give Cleveland credit, you know? No question about it. They're playing the, yeah, the mean, best they they've played, you know, in a long, long time. Yeah. But, you know, it's still Cleveland. You never know. That could change very quickly again. Yeah, yep. absolutely right about Cleveland. that. Yeah. Tough now, a lot of undefeated yeah. teams still in the league, you know? Yeah, it is a tough division. A lot of undefeated teams still in this league, you know? Um, uh, and still the same kind of good teams, you would think. Um, you know, tonight's a weird game because, uh, you know, obviously the Cam Newton factor has to be a major factor. I mean, if Belichick's able to, to win this <laughs> game tonight in some fashion, you know, I think I, I mean, you'll have to tip yeah. Yeah, if he's able to do that. Because this, I mean, Cam Newton's been playing, you know, uh, MVP contender like for the, the first three games. So losing him going into this game, I, I couldn't even tell you what that that third string. Well, I don't even know who he is, you know. And Hoyer, I don't well, even know they're, what, they're, what they're, they're going to do. Yeah, but. they're they're playing Hoyer. Hoyer's not getting the start. Right. I mean, you know, which it's, is it's I Hoyer. We gotta believe why. It's Hoyer, yeah. I mean, it's Brian Hoyer, which is why I'm so aggravated. This is the guy who played the worst playoff game in the history of the NFL three years ago, and he's still in the league. Yeah, (laughs) which is why I was so aggravated that not only did they get Cam Newton, they got him for a song. He floated around for seven months. Like, somebody couldn't pick him up just to, like, get him off the market? Yeah. I mean, they fell right in their lap, you know? I mean, this is yeah. a big blow losing him because I would have. Well, I think the problem I don't is, know how this works. I, I don't, Cam Newton didn't want to be a backup, and I don't think anybody wanted him as a backup. So he had to go to a place where he could just walk in, and there really wasn't that many teams with an open slot. I understand right? that. I, I mean, you know, it's not. You know, he's not a good backup. Uh, you know, he's not a good backup in that sense. So I get that you wouldn't really want him to back up, especially right now, but. um as far as starting, how many opportunities were there? There wasn't many. 
Yeah, there wasn't. It's still aggravating, though. <laughs> I mean, I don't know how else to say oh, it. I'm, like, not, it I'm not saying it's not. Yeah, I'm not saying it's not. Everything seems to happen for this team, so don't get me started. Yeah, that's my point. They just always seem to, yeah. to fall into it, uh, you yeah. know? They just really yep. do. Uh-huh. They, yep. they really do. Uh, Tom Brady came back, beat the Chargers in a big way, had a huge game. Uh, so they're 3-1 and one right now, and that's, that's shaping up to be real interesting. And uh, we'll see how that all kind of how, – how it goes, you know, during the year because him and Breeze are, are really on a collision course, you know, division-wise. So, yeah, the Chargers um, can't hold the lead they, either. That's another team. No. They seem to be winning every week late, and they can't hold it, you know. <clears throat> yeah. And, and Herbert's played well two weeks, you know, two weeks in a row now. He's played well and lost. Yeah, he looks like uh, Aaron, he's much better than I thought he was. Aaron Rodgers uh, playing uh, tonight. He's he's undefeated as they play the Falcons, and this seems like a trap game to me. You know, it Falcons really does. Going to lose every game. Yeah, hundred percent. You know as well as I do that. You know, Rodgers as good as he is can put up a dog every once in a while. There's no question. Yeah, you know, yeah. I, I would have surprised Aaron more than once. You know. I don't know what the line Especially is on this game tonight, but this seems like it's, uh, yeah. This seems like it's, yeah, definitely could be, a, could be a trap or something, you know. Um, but uh, yeah, I mean, I, I guess, I guess as you like see how this all kind of shapes out, it seems like the same teams are starting to rise to the top. You know, there, with the exception of probably being Buffalo. I mean, Buffalo's playing really good football. I know you undermine them every year, but they're playing some pretty good football. It's undeniable. Yeah, they, their quarterbacks, you know, is, is playing very well. They, they have a solid team. Yeah, and they the play out and got a lot of weapons. They got a lot of weapons for him this year. You know, the offense is, you know, pretty scary. And, and the Raiders are on a, a huge uh, – Decline again, like they they have a big yeah. win and then ba boom, like yeah. they are just it's, it's, it's amazing. A beautiful new yeah. stadium that's empty. Oh, by the way, speaking about empty stadiums, we we were yes. we were able to hold thirteen thousand and we only got twelve thousand four hundred thirty eight. Yeah, yeah, I told you. <laughs> they, couldn't they, get, they couldn't even get the extra six hundred in there. <laughs> And they, and they couldn't get better. <laughs> I know. I know. And they said there was a ton of Seattle jerseys scattered through it. Uh, yeah, I know. It's amazing, it's right? It really is. Yeah, it really is. Uh, it really is. <laughs> it's something else. <laughs> what, a, what an embarrassment. You can't even get 13 grand in there. Really? Yeah. And I was calling you. How are they going to pick the thirteen thousand? Yeah, <laughs> whoever raises your hand first. I, I, I tried to explain it. There's no doubt yeah. about it. More people, more now people in the Who concert in Cincinnati. Oh. <laughs> they got. Uh, they don't, nope, you know, they got a lot of Miami. <laughs> That's for sure. Yeah, they got a. Uh, they got a big uh, um, road trip, you know. Like they got they got some tough games, so this could uh, you know this could turn south in a hurry. Like they got to be careful here because because you, you, Denver's not a good team, but you got to go out to Denver. So you, you're at Frisco and you're at Denver. Chargers, Rams, Cardinals. I mean, it can get you know you got to be careful here because this could get ugly before you finally get to Week Ten and play the Jets. <laughs> you know, oh, God. so uh, yeah, I know. yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, a lot saying, of those stadiums you know? are empty though, so it's not you know, it's not like the same thing of being on the road. You know, it's not. No, days. it's not. But but Den- but I brought yeah. up Denver because Denver, you're still traveling there in a high altitude, yeah. and so you know, right. it, it, it could affect playing a bad team where it neutralizes it a little bit. Because that's my point with Denver. Yeah. You know, I understand it's night and day. I mean, you know, it really is a lot different than than playing with a complete crowd in these stadiums right now. I mean, Aaron Rodgers, you know, when he played uh, in New Orleans, you know, New Orleans. It, that's yeah. a lot different. He benefit he benefited from that a lot, you know. Yeah, you, you can yeah. hear the cadences like crazy. Does that just hit the guy in 
in the butt with his hands. You know what I mean? It's like, you know, yeah, you, can hear yeah. your, you can hear yourself talk and everybody else can hear you. It's a big difference. It really is. It's a Huge. big difference. There's no doubt about it. Yep. Yeah. No, no doubt about it. Um, so, and then I, we, I don't know if we mentioned it last week. We lost Gail Sayers. I just wanted to bring that up. Uh, one of the most yeah. electric backs, um, you know, in the history of the NFL. Uh, so, you know, obviously that's uh that's a big one, you know, and, um, and, and, you know, <laughs> one stat before we go, this, uh, uh the Colts, uh, the Colts played uh, Chicago, and every election year when the Colts play Chicago, the winner has decided it. So I'm just going to leave it at that. Uh, every time Chicago wins, the Democratic nominee wins the election, and every time Indianapolis wins, the Republican has, and that's lasted for the last 16 years, for the you know, last four terms. So, And uh, Indianapolis, of course. Not Victoria. So, just throwing that out there too. And that's when we were talking about Chicago and Gail uh, Sayers and all that. So, I'm, I'm, gonna, I'm just throwing that out. But uh, we'll see how it all shakes out, Rich. So, uh, you know, yep. out to the West Coast. Uh, Garoppolo's still out, right? You supposedly. Do you I don't think it's 100 percent in stone, but they don't think. I don't think they think he's playing this week. We have a good shot of not okay. seeing him. So we'll see how it all shakes out, and we'll see you uh, next Monday to recap it right here on the Miami Dolphins Legends Show. Thanks for joining us, everybody. Took a look down a westbound road, right away I made my choice. Headed out to my big two-wheeler. I was tired of my own boy. Took a beat on the northern plains and just roll that power on. Twelve hours out of Mackinac City, stopped in a bar to have a brew. Met a girl we had a few drinks and I Walked out.